and welcome to our first ever boardcast. I'm your host, Emily Rhodes, Board Development Specialist. And today we're going to talk about superintendent evaluation with my colleagues, Eric Howard, HR Services Director, Harry Heiligenthal, Board Leadership Director, and Bridget Johnson, Board Development Director. We'll discuss how to unify around the purpose of evaluation and share tips on how to clarify requirements, timeline, process, and the evaluation instrument. Hopefully you've checked out our video series on seven actions for effective superintendent evaluation. Those are a nice starting point to learn about the big picture in theory. This podcast is designed to go in depth and provide more practical tips and ideas to take your superintendent evaluation to the next level. First, we're gonna talk about how to unite around the purpose of evaluation. Let's start with you, Harry. How might the board unify around the purpose of superintendent evaluation? Well, an important good starting point is to just have a discussion and look and listen for common ground regarding the purposes of evaluation. In other words, Emily, what do we want to accomplish through superintendent evaluation? And there's really a range of possible purposes. I'll share a few, and this is not, this list doesn't include everything, but it's a good starting point. Certainly at one end of the spectrum is meeting to meet the requirements of the law, which requires at least an annual evaluation. But it also might include areas or purposes such as your board's wanting to establish a cycle of ongoing continuous improvement. It's an opportunity to reinforce what the superintendent is contributing that is having the biggest impact on the district and to be able to identify and reinforce the superintendent's key accomplishments. The purpose might also include it's a chance to identify things that need the superintendent's attention moving forward. It's also a chance to help align and ensure that the superintendent's work is in sync with the district needs. And then after this kind of discussion, it's incredibly helpful for the whole board to affirm the purposes that are most important to your board and superintendent team. That's what I have, Emily. Eric, do you have anything to add? Uh, so Harry was talking about uh, affirming the purpose of evaluation. I just want to reiterate, that doesn't mean that it has to be unanimous. Uh, it just has to mean that a majority of the board is um, going to determine what we're looking at in terms of, of evaluation. Obviously, we want everyone to be a part of this process, but it doesn't mean that it has to be unanimous. And we, we just want to make sure that everyone knows what the process is going to be like, both on the board as well as the superintendent. Thanks. That makes sense. Now that we know how a board might unite around the superintendent evaluation, let's talk a little bit about the requirement of the law. <clears throat> what are the pitfalls of only doing a superintendent evaluation because it's required by law? If an evaluation is required to be done once a year by law, isn't that enough? Why do boards need to clarify it around more than just that requirement? Bridget, can you start? Sure, you bet. You know, it's um, if you're only you know doing what's required by law, then you're actually just setting the low bar. Uh, you miss the opportunity, you know, to really address and stay focused on the biggest needs of the district along the way. It's a mindset that, you know, if we only do this once a year, we're really missing an opportunity, you know, to make adjustments during the year. Um, the board may and the soup may also, you know, face surprises, especially if you wait to the end of the year and who wants that, right? Uh, you miss opportunities for communication uh, to confirm, you know, is the soup on track with the district? Uh, you know, goals and such. You know, you also avoid getting into a cycle of continuous improvement. And, and it's just so important to 
have uh, the evaluation more than once in a year. Harry, what else would you add? Well, I would just kind of recap, Bridget, all the things you've said. When, when a board's mindset is we're doing this because it's required, then it really ends up being or feeling like a one and done mentality or a we'll check this off the box. We've done that task. Now we can move on. And this really results in the board and the superintendent not giving as much thought or placing the kind of significance on the process that it really deserves. Well, we can see how setting a deeper purpose can enhance the board's feeling of ownership and engagement in conducting superintendent evaluations. But it's important that, to remember that it is required by law. I'd like to turn the conversation to the process, clarifying requirements, the timeline, and the evaluation instrument. Eric, can you talk a little bit about this? Yeah, so first, um, I, I guess it's important to say that there are a range of options for the board in terms of reviewing the process, as well as the uh, related tools and information. Uh, one, the uh, board can review these documents related to the superintendent evaluation as a whole board team at the board table. Uh, they could provide these documents to board members just to read individually um, on their own time. They could, they could provide um, the docs uh, in advance and then review them as a group at the board table or um, the board president or maybe vice president could meet with the, uh, the newer board members and help um, orient them to the process. As opposed to uh, tools themselves to look at, it's important to review the uh, provisions of the superintendent contract. Not, not always, but sometimes in superintendent contracts, there may be specific stipulations regarding evaluation where there are certain requirements or certain certain steps that the, uh, the board and the superintendent have to take to complete the process. The other thing that I would add is it's important to look at the, uh, uh, your board's policy on superintendent evaluation. I know in our sample policy, we mentioned that the evaluation process is continuous and that there will be um, you know, multiple opportunities for review. So it's important to look at that just to be aware of what your, what your board policy says and how you're gonna uh, proceed with that information. Thanks, Eric. As to the timeline and the instrument itself, Harry, what can you add? That timeline, Emily, is really a, a critical piece in, in the evaluation process. So uh, helpful steps uh, for the board and SOUP together early in the year is to just review and, and capture a quick glimpse of what's the, what's the process gonna look like over the course of the year. For example, does the board plan to conduct mid-year reviews? And if yes, how many? And what time, what time of the year? Some boards will do a mid-year in January, February. Some boards and soups do a quarterly review. It, it varies. And it's just so helpful to, to be able to clarify that. And then a, a sub piece of that is, and how is the board and superintendent planning to use key ideas that emerge from those mid-year reviews as they move forward? Another um, important piece is to just clarify at the beginning of the year, what time of the year is, is the board planning to conduct the SOUPS evaluation? Is it gonna be in March, April, May, so that the whole board knows what's coming? And is the whole board gonna be involved in the process and how? Again, unpacking what that looks like and what will the summary evaluation conference look like? And is it gonna be conducted all in one session? or some boards have found it helpful to break it into two sessions, where maybe in the first session, the superintendent does a self-reflection 
and answers questions and provides info. And then in a second session, a follow-up piece, the board identifies its main points or comments. Um, it varies from district to district. It's just helpful when everybody knows where, where they're headed. The, the final thing that I would mention around the timeline is that's a really important time to just make sure, have we clarified and set the superintendent's goals for the year? And, and are those tied to our evaluation process? And then the other piece, Emily, would be uh, just to, to review a blank copy of the superintendent's evaluation instrument. And here are a few sample things to just keep in mind. Again, it's gonna be helpful to your whole board early in the year to, to review and, and be reminded of when and how is input gonna be gathered from all board members? And how's it gonna be compiled? Who's gonna compile it? How's that, that information gonna be rolled into as the board prepares for and conducts the SOUPS evaluation? It's also a good time early in the year to, to do a quick check-in on what do we like about our instrument in the process or what might be done to improve or strengthen it. And of course, uh, it's a great time for the board to be its own self-conscious here about have we ensured that our instrument reflects the two big chunks or areas that are required by law for superintendent evaluation. And that the two pieces are that, it, that it's supposed to be grounded or aligned with the Iowa standards for school administrators, and then it should include and reflect the superintendent's goals. So again, if your board team is looking to fine tune or refine your instrument or your process, um, we encourage you to reach out to IASB or to SAI, the school administrators of Iowa, for some sample instruments and tools. Back to you, Emily. Thanks, Harry. I'd like to end today's podcast with one last question. Once the board has reviewed all the documents Eric and Harry just described, Bridget, what's next? You know, it's really important that the board takes the time to, you know, build in some time in the agenda to discuss this um, information, the key insights that they picked up from the reviewing of the timeline and the different documents, and then, you know, seek some clarification. This is the time for board members to ask those questions if they don't understand, you know, uh, anything about the process, whether it's the timeline, whether it's the actual documents, the policies uh, that Eric and Harry had talked about, and, you know, just really take some time to uh, set that aside on the agenda so the whole board can discuss. And then, um, you know, confirm that timeline for the upcoming superintendent evaluation. Make sure that everybody understands those key dates and those steps. It's really important that, uh, as Harry and Eric pointed out, that they review those essential documents either as a whole board um, at the board table, or as was mentioned, you know, they could read them individually, making sure that, you know, the boards get those in advance, uh, board members get them in advance, you know, so they can review them. And then sometimes, you know, it may be that it's the board president or vice president that um, might, you know, pull the new board members in and give them a little bit more in-depth conversation since it's maybe their first time uh, to be involved in a, an evaluation. Harry, Eric, what else would you guys add? I would just wrap up one key thought is uh, we, IASB, we really encourage the whole board to be involved in the process throughout the year. And, Absolutely. and we, we just see the benefits of that enhancing communication and understanding. Eric, what else do you have? 
I think that's a great point. Uh, just reiterating that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be unanimous, but you want to be clear on what uh, what your communication is and in, in regarding uh, evaluation, making sure that it's uh, easily understood by both the board and the superintendent. Well, it certainly seems like superintendent evaluation can be tricky or cumbersome if a board doesn't prepare and dig deeper into the why behind it. But with a little thought and advanced planning, it can be streamlined and effective. Thanks, Harry, Eric, and Bridget for sharing tips and best practices. And thank you for listening to the inaugural episode of Forecast. Stay tuned for more discussion on superintendent evaluation from us here at IASB. See you next time.